Praise the Lord, everyone. Art Wilson, pastor of the International Church of Metro Detroit, and of course, the Wafunif Goodwill Ambassador to the UN. I'm so honored to have this privilege of greeting you and sharing a little bit of my story today. I want to thank first our NAM Director, Brother Sistronk, our Secretary, Brother Hobson, and Promotions Director, Brother Stewart, for this wonderful opportunity to greet you today. We have an incredible team. I am so excited about the future of the United Pentecostal Church and where we're headed. God is about to do incredible things in the church, and the platform is set, the stage is ready for a global revival. I just hope to be a part of it, and I know you do too. I, I want to just greet our church planners and just share a bit of, of my story. I'm a church planner. I am at heart a church planner. My heart is for church planning and home missions and NAM. And our story in Detroit is a very unique story, and we just thank God for our journey. But when we started the church in Metro Detroit, we first were just evangelists that were working in the area and the leadership there, Bishop Nix, of course, my pastor, Bishop Robert Henson, and all of the leaders there were very much into building the kingdom. And that, that, that was contagious. And that got a hold of me. And while evangelizing, I, I, I really got the burden. Of course, my wife, Bethany, got the burden first. And um, she told me, she said, we're going to be church planners. And I said, oh, my goodness, that is not my calling. <laughs> and sure enough, if I've ever heard from God, it's been a few times when I know I've heard from God. We were preaching a revival in Metro Detroit and we had a little bit of downtime. So we, I was driving through the, the area that we pastor now. I was driving through that area and I felt the presence of God like never before and I felt the presence of God and the Spirit of the Lord said to me this is where you're going to remain and I was so shook that I pulled the car over to the gas station there got out and said what area is this tell me a little bit about the area I was talking to the, the, the gas station attendant about these things I was so shook they were looking at me like I I, I needed help. <laughs> I said, tell me about this area. How many churches is in there? What? I was just talking to him. I was so shook by the presence of God. God was dealing with me like never before. So I began to communicate to our leadership of the things I felt. And I didn't know it was it was a new territory for me. It was, it was a new atmosphere for me. So I didn't know, so I needed direction. And I'll never forbid, forget going to a, a revival in Ypsilanti. Uh, Bishop Nix was having a revival and Brother Stone King was ministering. Brother Stone King came while he was preaching. He stopped while he was preaching, came running over. If you've ever had that moment <laughs> where you know the speaker's coming for you, Brother Stone King came running over to me, grabbed me out of my chair and said, Art, God's getting ready to do something in your life. And he spun me around. And all I know is that I don't remember anything after. I came to, it was already altar call. Everybody was all around me praying. I guess I had been laying there the whole time. <laughs> God has a way of humbling me. But talking at that, after that service, talking with Brother Stone King about my burden as well, he said, that's God's will. That's God's will. You got to follow God's will. And the International Church of Metro Detroit was born. Bethy and I went to an area that, that had no church, had no uh, pre- or pre-planning uh, 
pre-churches before that or anything of that nature. We went to that area and we started from scratch, knocking doors, just trying to find people to reach to. And God added quickly to, to people being interested, but it took a while for something to happen. And we decided to go into prayer and fasting and, and God began to break up that, that, that hard soil in the spirit world. And, and we just began to learn and we began to take territory and we just began to pray. And slowly God began to build the church in, in Metro Detroit. We started off, of course, in the area of Romulus and Inkster, and we're still there today. We're now in the city of Wayne. Those three cities are right next to each other in that cluster. And we've just been working that area now. And uh, God's done incredible things. In the last uh, <clears throat> the last 10 years, for sure, I know we've baptized 1,500. And it's just been, it's just to the glory of God of what he's done. And we just thank God for the ministry at the International Church. And, and the International Church, we didn't want to be just a local ministry. We wanted to set a global example. We wanted to be a force in the whole earth. So we were giving the missions from the beginning. We were giving the missions global missions, local missions. We were given to home missions, NAM now. Um, we were supporting and giving out because we just felt we needed that outlet and God began to bless us. And revival kept growing and God added to us. We didn't have a building. So we were just using storefronts and, um, and community centers and finally we were able to rent a little church. And through a lot of miracles, God gave us the church we're in today, the International Church in Wayne. So <clears throat> we just thank God for what has happened. But something so unique in our soul winning, in our revival, the church was growing. We decided to go into a series of years of 40 days of prayer and fasting as a church. And God just had that burden on us. And for years, we just kept praying and fasting, praying and fasting. We thought God was going to do something great in our area, but God had something different in mind. I'll never forget 2013. Every year our church set a vision up for us to follow for that year. And God had spoke to me, I had set before thee an open door. Well, I thought that we were gonna have unbelievable revival in the area of Metro Detroit. So we started putting banners everywhere. God has set before us an open door. And lo and behold, long story short, but lo and behold, walking into our service, there's a young lady that works in the high elite office of the Secretary General at the United Nations in Manhattan, New York. Her sister is on my ministry staff and she was she was needing a miracle. And her sister finally got her to visit. When she walked into that service, we laid hands on her, we prayed for her. She got baptized in Jesus' name, got the Holy Ghost. She got healed of a life-threatening disease and it changed her life. She went back to the UN all the way back in, 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 in Manhattan and started sharing with them her story because they expected her not to make it through it. She was only given a few days, few months to live and to walk back into work after receiving a creative miracle from God in a church that was a, from a church planner, that was a home missions church. God can use your church to do global things. Don't ever sell what God's gonna do in your church short because she went back sharing that story, shook up the world's global administrative system, the United Nations. They were they couldn't believe that she walked back in. She began to share with them. And so to bring this all in, they needed to, she didn't know what else to do because the questions were coming. So she called me and said, Pastor, what do I do? I, I didn't know what to do. So I said, well, let's just pray about it. And again, God spoke to me and said, you go there. You explain to them 
what has happened, and I'm going to show you my power. If I've ever heard from God, I told her, I, I didn't think I heard from God at the time. It, it was so organic. I said, well, I, I don't know what to do. I guess I could come and explain it to the global leaders. <laughs> she said, that's a good idea, new converts. <laughs> that's a good idea. She went and asked them. Clearance came through. Bring him. We want to hear what's going on. If he's the one that's prayed for you and been behind this, bring him. They invite me to the United Nations. I bring my team with me. I didn't want to go alone. I brought Beth Bethany with me. We went to the United Nations. We walked through the iron gates into the high level areas. They took us on a tour. We got to see all the establishment. We were, we were treated as honored guests. And, and after all of this, we walked into the United Nations Chapel across the street where we were gonna hold this high level meeting where the pastor gets to tell them about this miracle that took place that no one could deny because she had been working there all those years. It was something that everyone knew. It was like reading the book of Acts. And when we walk in, we get ready, we get prepared. I walk up and test the area, test the podium. And at one o'clock, the doors were gonna open. I thought there might've been <clears throat> five or six or seven people come in and we'd be able to talk to them about what happened with authority and then go home. Little did I know what God had planned. When those doors swung open at one o'clock, in walked scores of delegates, diplomats, staff, global leaders. They began to flood into that place because the word was spreading that we're finally gonna get the answer to the miracle that happened with our coworker. And it was an unbelievable moment in time. And here I had to be the one to set the stage. I didn't know what to do. And so we just began to start the service. We began to talk to them about thanking them for being there. And then we mentioned, of course, we wanted our, our guests to come up and, and to come up and share her miracle. And she shared her miracle and the place was in awe. And then it was up to me to bring the word and, and, to, enter, and, and, and to invite the presence of God into that place. What a powerful moment. When we got up and said, <clears throat> Folks, you've just seen that we had all the x-rays up from the medical um, community. We had all of the, the, the even the motion x-rays of the, the miracle that took place that the doctor signed off on. Don't know what happened. We just can't explain it. Showed all of that. And intelligent people, the smartest people on the planet, they won't lie to themselves. They were, they were blown away. And as, and as I walked up, I said, you can see, you know she's been working with you all these years. And you know this is a miracle. I said, she said it was done in the name of Jesus. I know we've prayed and God has done an incredible miracle. And I don't know the God you serve because there was Buddhist leaders, Muslim leaders, Hindu leaders, atheist leaders. It was all the leaders of the world that were gathered together. I said, I don't know what the God, who the God is that you serve, but we know the God that's alive and well right now. And his name is J-E-S-U-S, -S, Jesus. And then all of a sudden, the presence of God flooded into that place. And what was first the United Nations Chapel, all of a sudden was transformed into an apostolic church. And when I felt that which I knew, it was time for God to move. And I said, folks, if you want to receive a touch, if you have a need, no matter what the need is, Jesus can help you with that need because he is the one true and living God. I said, if you want, if you have a need and you want us to pray for you, lift your hand, bow your heads first so no one would be embarrassed. When we gave that opportunity, 
hands went up all over the place. No matter what they believed before, they were willing to give Jesus a chance. And folks, we began to pray and lay hands on people and the presence of God moved and we watched global leaders falling out under the power of God. And at the conclusion of that powerful prayer meeting, global leaders handing me their business, their personal cards with their personal numbers saying, please call me. I need to hear more about this matter. Please call me. And I left with a stack of cards. And when we sat down, the Holy Ghost came over me. I'm going to show you my wonders. I said, we've got to reach these people. I said, I've got to come back. And I was given the opportunity to come back over and over and the United Nations ministry was born and God began to open doors and we baptize now 38 in the name of Jesus, 38 received the Holy Ghost. There's been over 11 medically confirmed miracles and then the ministry at the United Nations after being appointed a Wafunif Goodwill Ambassador and Bridge Builder to the nations. I've been able to go on tours of duty all over the world and we've had revivals and churches and connected with missionaries and there has been thousands saved. Thousands have been saved and it's still spreading throughout communities, Islamic communities, Sikh communities, Trinitarian communities, Hindu communities. They're, re they're receiving this message because they're so amazed that an apostolic Pentecostal is a goodwill ambassador. It's just the story is just growing and growing and there's more to tell. Time wouldn't allow me to tell all. But I said all that to say this to all you church planners. There is no limit to what God can do through your ministry. And you just keep building where you're at with global expectations because the revival is gonna be the greatest we have ever seen. Jesus said greater things are going to come greater things. We're going to do greater things. So let's have revival. Let's be encouraged. And God bless all of you, church planners and all that are listening. It's revival time in our world. God bless you.